0: Shalom, brothers and sisters. Today, we have Brother Sid and uh, Brother Corey uh, for a timely lesson. This lesson is going to be on the Memorial of Purim. Now, during the reign of King Ahasuerus and the Medo-Persian captivity, Haman, the son of the Agagite, due to his hatred towards Mordecai, devised a plan against the Jews to destroy us. During this time... Queen Esther made a petition to the king to help deliver her people from the hands of Haman. So we're going to go into the story of Purim. Now Purim is a day that we as Israelites follow, and Gentiles should follow this also, instead of Christmas. Now when you begin to come into the truth and start to apply what you know, the first thing you typically do is start redacting yourself out of the worships of The Gentiles, meaning the Sunday worship, the holidays, and you start to pick up the holy days that are written of in scripture. Now, when you do that, people will start to notice because you're doing something different now. Before, nobody noticed you. Nobody paid attention to you. But we all know, as in that game Tetris, when you fit in, you disappear. So once you start to change up the holidays, quote unquote, holy days that you follow, People will start to take notice. So we want to give you the scriptural background of this particular memorial or what you would call a holy day. Now, we're going to start in Esther 3. We're going to read chapter, uh, excuse me, chapter 3. We're going to read verse 1 through 4. Esther
1: 3, verse 1. After these things did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Amandatha the Agagite, and advanced him.
0: And set his seed above all the princes that were with him. Now if you've if you've learned, for the brothers and sisters that learn amongst our church, you know that Agagite <clears throat> is the son of Agag, and Agag is another name for Amalek, or the Jew, who you call today the Jewish seed. So they're from the stock, <clears throat> excuse me. They're from the stock of Amalek, or who you call today Jewish people. So we needed to point that out because if you don't know that Haman is Esau or an Edomite, this story will not make sense to you. So Agagai is another name for an Edomite. Read that again, brother, please. Verse 1.
1: After these things did king Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Amadatha the Agagite, and advanced him and set his seat above all the princes that were with him.
0: Now this is about 453 B.C. So this is about 300 years, give or take a few, after the 10 tribes were already taken out of the um, out of the land and taken into what you would call the new world or the Americas. So this is 453 B.C. We want to give you a date. This is before Christ. Continue, brother. Verse two. And all the king's servants
1: that were in the king's gates bowed in reverence
0: Haman. Now, Haman was put in position to go against us the Jews or the Israelites so what we this was during the Persian Medo captivity so he was in Persia but he was not a Persian and we want to prove that. Actually, we're going to go to Esther 16 and 10, because see, what Edomites do is they like to hide themselves. So they'll move into another land and then change their name. So they'll go into Europe and now they're Europeans or they're going to America. And now they're naming themselves Americans when that's not scripturally sound. If I, as a Jew, as a black man, move to Korea, I am not Korean now. But they're doing this on purpose to hide their identity. We're going to show you to prove to you that Haman was not a Persian, even though he was in charge of a Persian land. We're going to go to Esther 16 and 10. And you have to go to your apographer for this. Esther 16 and 10. Esther 16
1: verse 10. That's Haman. For Haman a Macedonian, the son of Amandatha, read that again for Haman, a Macedonian, the son of Amendatha, being indeed a stranger from the Persian blood and far distant from our goodness. And as
0: a stranger received of us, see, so Haman, the Macedonian, a stranger from the Persian blood, see, so he wasn't Persian, even though he was in a Persian land. Let's show you that. Let's go to 1st Maccabees 1 to show you when they went into Macedonia. Macedonia is predominantly Greek or Greece. Let's go to 1st Maccabees. We're going to read verse one, uh, chapter 1, verse 1.
1: 1st Maccabees 1 and 1. And it happened. After that Alexander son of Philip, the Macedonian, who came out of the land of Chatham, had smitten Darius, king of the Persians and Medes, that he's,
0: he reigned in his steed, the first over Greece. See, so we know that Alexander, we call, he's known in history as Alexander the Great. We, we don't call him that. We, we refer to him as Alexander the Greek because nothing he did was great. He was a homosexual, sodomite, and he was a man of war. So this is how they got into Macedonia. They warred against the Persians. Alexander the Greek conquered Persia in 331 BC. He started warring against them in 334. So we wanted to prove to you that just because you're in a Persian land does not make you a Persian. Now we're going back to Esther. We're going back to Esther 3. We're going to read verse 1 again. 1 through 4.
1: Esther 3, verse 1. After these kings did King Ahasuerus promote Haman, the son of Amandathah, the Agagite, and advanced him and set
0: his seat above all the princes that were with him. See, so now he's being promoted. Esau, or Edom, our big brother, the so-called white man, is being promoted in the Persian kingdom. Continue, brother. Verse 2. And all the king's servants that were in the king's gate bowed
1: and reverence Haman for the king had so commanded concerning him but Mordecai bowed not nor did he reverence Read that again verse 2 And all the king's servants that were in the king's gates bowed and reverence Haman for the king had so commanded concerning him but Mordecai bowed not nor
0: did he reverence. See, Mordecai, who was an Israelite, did not bow. Now, let's show you why he didn't bow. We're going to Exodus 20 and 5. Because if you're an Israelite, it was commanded of you of the Most High God not to bow down to another uh, god or king in reverence. So Mordecai said, "I, you know, I, I don't care, you know, what authority you may have due to government. But I'm not going to forsake my God's laws. Let's go to Exodus 20 and 5. prove to you why he didn't bow, because some people may say, why didn't he just bow down? See?
1: Exodus 20, verse 5. Thou shalt not bow down thyself to them, nor serve them. For I, the Lord thy God, am a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children, unto the third and fourth
0: generations of them that hate me. Right, see? To prove to you that the Most High, this is the Ten Commandments, said that we shall not bow down ourselves to them, and also... It proves that there are generational curses because it says visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children. So, you know, if a father have a particular struggle, typically his son is going to have that same struggle or a mother have a particular struggle. Her daughter usually had that same struggle. So if your father was maybe a alcoholic, then his son may want to stay away from alcohol because it's it, it would be easier for him to slip into that lifestyle. So we wanted to show you that the Most High commanded us as Israelites, who he gave the law to, not to bow down. Let's go to 2 Kings 17 and 35, just to buffer that point. We're going to 2 Kings 17 and 35, just to prove to you why he did not bow. 2 Kings 17 verse 35. With whom
1: the Lord had made a covenant and charged them, saying, Ye shall not fear other
0: gods, nor bow yourselves to them nor serve them nor sacrifice to them see and this is why this is why Mordecai the Jew the Israelite did not bow down himself see let's go to let's go back to Esther now we just need to give you some background on why he was not bowing because we get that question well why didn't he just bow everybody else is doing it to prove to you that Israelites aren't like everybody else we're, we're we're you know we're dealing with a completely different law so, just because, you know, Gentiles do these things don't mean that, you know, Hebrews or Israelites are going to follow. We're, we're, we're You know, we won't deviate from the laws of the Most High. Read verse 2 again, brother, please. Esther 3, verse 2. And all the king's servants
1: that were in the king's gates bowed and reverenced Haman, for the king had so commanded
0: concerning him.
1: But Mordecai bowed not,
0: nor did he reverence. See, so once Haman was... Um, given or allocated that position as you know second in command he started to have people bow down to him Mordecai refused continue brother verse 3 then the king's servants which were in the king's gate said
1: unto Mordecai why transgresseth thou the king's commandment now it came to pass when they spake daily unto him and he hearkened not unto them that they told Haman to see whether Mordecai his matters would stand. For he had told them that
0: he was a, a Jew. For he told them what? He was a Jew. See, to prove to you that the world know that Jews or Israelites don't follow their laws. See? And it was more to this. If their worships, we don't follow their worships. Why are they trying to get us to follow their worships? Why is that? If it's, just, if it's just a holiday, then why are they trying so hard for us to follow their worships and do what they want us to do? Because they know that if the Most High commanded us, his people, Israelites, not to do something and we do it, then they're able to they're able to attack us. They're able to we're unable to defend ourselves. Our protection is taken away from us, our hedge. See? So they came to him every day and said, listen man, why don't you just bow, bro? It's not that big of a deal. Just bow. He told him, what did he tell him, brother? He said, For he had told them that he was a Jew. See? So Israelites, we don't abide by their rules. We, you know. The first day of the week is not the day where we reverence the Most High. We're doing it on the seventh day like He commanded. We're not eating the foods that they deem acceptable. We're not celebrating the days that they deem acceptable. And we're not celebrating the New Year or any of those holidays when they say it is. Because if you follow the Bible, and this is not just for Jews, but, you know, Jews and Gentiles alike that want to, you know, make it into the kingdom, we're, we're on a different mind, we're in a different mindset. We have a different outlook. We're going by different laws. So just because you think it's okay, it's okay for you. But it's not okay for us. Every man is not equal. It's, that's proven. And if you think that every man is equal, you being a, a so-called minority, then the programming have worked. Because why? If you think they're being swung on a tree and having to pick peas, pick cotton, if you think that's equality, then you're more of a slave than we could ever, you know, than we could ever imagine. Because you're looking at your stage of subserviency to being equal. So we know that every man is not equal. That's why we went into captivity. Continue, brother. Verse 5. And when Haman saw
1: that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. Read that again. Verse 5. And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did him
0: reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. Now Haman knew that Mordecai... Was his you and he knew that he wouldn't bow. Why? Because he was an Edomite. Remember, Esau is our big brother. He's the big brother of the Israelites. So at one time, Esau followed the law of the Bible. Because why? He's a son of Abraham. He's a son of Isaac also. But once that blessing was taken from him and he sold his birthright, then he he became you know he be, he had venom and vitriol in his heart for us. So here he is at this time. Coming against our people, once again, full of wrath. These are the who you would call the Jewish people today. They're from the seed of Amalek. Read verse 5 one more time, brother. Verse 5. And when Haman saw that Mordecai bowed not, nor did
1: him reverence, then was Haman full of wrath. And he thought scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone. For they had showed him the people of Mordecai. Wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Jews. Read that again. Wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Jews that were throughout the whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, even the people of Mordecai.
0: See, now look at this, for those who, you know, a lot of us, our people, especially the Jews or Benjamin, Judah, and Levi, um, which are predominantly the Negro tribes, we always say, you know, even, you know, a lot of my family told me, you gotta follow the laws of the land. Well, look at this, this is the law of the land, to bow down. See, this is why we don't follow the laws of the land. Now, we're not to say that if your laws don't deviate from our laws, then we'll follow that. But the second you deviate from what the Most Highs say, we're not going to be able to follow you. So we can respect, you know, thou shalt not kill and steal and all of that. We can follow that because that's in our law. But our law is upheld to a higher degree than any law of the land. And that's how it should be. Read verse 6 one more time, brother. Verse 6.
1: And he thought scorn to lay hands on Mordecai alone. For they had showed him the people of Mordecai, wherefore Haman sought to destroy all the Jews that were throughout the
0: whole kingdom of Ahasuerus, even the people of Mordecai. See, so they are looking to destroy us now. Why? Why are they trying to destroy us? Because we won't bow. See? Because we won't deal with their holidays or their holy days. Why is this? See? See, it's something more. It's something more sinister there. It's not just a celebration. It's not just an action. They know. That if they, if they can get us to break a, break the Most High's law willingly, then they'll be able to control us and take us down. See? Continue, brother. Verse 7. In the first month, that is the month of Nisan. Now, this is during the Persian captivity. So, that's why it's using these names for the months. Because we know that the Mosiah didn't name these months after Nisan. Th- that's a Greek, or that's a goddess, or God. Lowercase g. So we just wanted to point out, a lot of people will see this and say, oh, okay, so the Bible is calling this month Nisan. No, we were during, this was during the Persian Medo captivity, so when you're a slave, you go by their calendar. The same way we're going by the, what is it, the Gregorian calendar now. We're under captivity to the Romans, therefore, we're, you know, they're naming the months what they want to name the months. Read that again, brother, please. Verse 7, in the first month, that is the month of Nisan,
1: in the twelfth year of King Has. Ahasuerus the cast pure that is the lot before Haman for day to day and from month to month to the 12th month that is the month of Adar see continue verse 8 and Haman said unto king Ahasuerus there is a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people and And all the provinces of thy kingdom. And their laws are
0: diverse from all people. Now notice what he said. He said that there is a certain people scattered abroad. Now the Most High said what? He said he would scatter us. Through the four corners of the earth. See? So Haman knew. Because why? Esau followed the Bible at one time. Before he had that venom and vitriol and bitterness in his heart. Right? See? So they knew. Read that again brother from the top please. Verse 8. Verse 8.
1: And Haman said to King Ahasuerus, there's a certain people scattered abroad and dispersed among the people in all the provinces of thy kingdom. And their laws are diverse from all people. Neither keep they the laws of the king's laws.
0: Therefore, it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them. See, he said they their laws are diverse from all people. Exactly. See, that's the point we want to magnify right there. Our laws are different from all people. We're not all people. We're not Gentiles. We're Israelites. So we're not going to, you know, we're not going to allow you to have God be angry with us any longer. Read that part where it says, and their laws again, brother. And their laws are diverse from all people. Neither keep they the
1: king's laws. Therefore, it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them.
0: See, so Haman knew that as long as we followed these laws. They couldn't they couldn't control us to a degree. See, he said, therefore, it's not for the king's prophet to suffer them. Why? Because we're under the most high's protection. See, it says neither keep they the king's laws. So was he being truthful here? No, he wasn't being truthful because there was a lot of laws in that land that we were following. I'm sure there was laws that say, you know, you can't be a fornicator Um, You can't steal or kill. We're following all of those laws. There's specific laws that they wanted us to follow, which was their holidays, which was bowing down to them and reverencing them as a God. See, so that's why they had a problem with us. Now he came to the king. Here he is instigating, saying, you're not really superior if they follow their own laws. See, you must take their law away from them. This is Haman. This is Esau coming to the Persian king, starting trouble. The king was fine with this until Haman came and magnified it to him. Read verse 8 one more time, brother, please. Verse 8, And Haman said unto king Ahasuerus,
1: There is a certain people scattered abroad, and dispersed among the people, and all the promises of thy kingdom, and their laws are diverse from all people, neither keep they the king's laws. Therefore it is not for the king's prophet to suffer them. See,
0: so here he is
1: instigating, like they always do. Continue, brother. Verse 9, If it pleases the king Let it be written that they may be destroyed. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's treasuries. Read that again, brother. Verse nine. For if for if it pleases the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed. And I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the business to bring it into the king's
0: treasury. See, so now they're behind closed doors. They're behind closed doors colluding or conspiring against us. We, we've done nothing to these people. See what's going on behind closed doors? Now, this is government here. This is government. And this is what the governments have always done. He's saying, listen, let's enlist mercenaries. Let's invest in this now. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 9, if it pleases the king, let it be written that they may be destroyed
1: and I will pay 10,000 talents of silver to the hands of those that have the charge of the
0: business to bring it into the king's treasury. See, so if their holidays and, you know, bowing down wasn't, it wasn't that important, then why are they looking to pay mercenaries to murder us, to kill us? See? Look at this. This is behind closed doors. This is government. Continue, brother. Verse
1: 10, And the king took his ring from his hand, and gave it to Haman, the son of Amandatha
0: the Agagite, the Jew's enemy. The Jew's what? The Jew's enemy. Why is it saying the Jew's enemy? Because Agag, the Agagite, is also Amalek. Amalek have always been, you know, not all Edomites, but Amalek in general, in specific, have always been the Jew's enemy. The most high told Saul to, t- to, to, to you know, to kill all of these particular people, and he didn't. And they got away. Some of them got away and they began to attack us again because Saul did not listen to the Most High. Now, why would the Most High tell us to destroy these people in a hole? Because these particular people took up that banter of Esau to destroy their brother, Israel. They they were the particular family of Edomites. All Edomites didn't do this. This was the Agagites, the, the, the Amalekites kings. Amalek. We know who you are, Jewish people. You're Amalek in the scripture. You're not Israel. You're Amalek, the Jew's enemy. See, so now you have assumed our identity when really you're the enemy of us. Read verse 10 again, brother, please. Verse 10. <clears throat> and the king took his ring from his hand and gave it to Haman, the son of Amindatha, the Agagite, the Jew's enemy. Now on this ring, there's a seal or stamp. And every documentation or legislation, whenever it was upheld, it needed to have this seal on it. So now he's given the power to make laws to Haman. Now, this is an Edomite. Haman, remember this. Continue, brother.
1: Verse 11. And the king said unto Haman, The silver is given to thee,
0: the people also, to do with them, as it seemeth good to thee. See? So now he gave him treasury in order to pay those, you know, who would destroy us. See? See? So this is all behind closed doors. We don't even know that these people are, you know, what's transpiring here. These people are coming up with a plan to exterminate us. We, we have no clue. We have no idea. Continue, brother. Verse 12. Then were the king's scribes called on the 13th
1: date of the first month. And there was written, according to all that Haman had commanded, unto the king's lieutenants, and to the governors that were over every province, and to the rulers of every people of every province according to the writing thereof and to every people
0: after their language in the name of king ahashuerus was it written and sealed with the king's ring see so now they're making the legislation they've written it up now they've given this particular um, they've given this particular uh plan Or reconnaissance, military know what reconnaissance is, to the kings, lieutenants, governments all over to say, listen, you need to kill these people if they don't follow the law. Now, this was legislation. This is the same thing that's going on in the Pentagon. The Pentagon is not an American building. I don't know if people know that. That's that five pointed star. That's what they're using. The Pentagon have always had the same blueprint over and over. To, to take us down and destroy us since ancient times. Now, we brought this up because a lot of minorities think that, you know, this racism that have gone on or us being attacked um, and made destitute have just, you know, have just started during, you know, maybe the eight, you know, the 1900s, this last quarter century. And this has been since the beginning. This has been since the beginning. So now they want us to bow, which is. Highly incendiary and insulting to an Israelite. It's shameful and it's exasperating and they know it. So we, you know, they're behind closed doors planning to take us down. We have no idea at this point. Continue, brother. Verse 13.
1: And the letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces to destroy, to
0: kill, and to cause to perish all the Jews. Look, now, should we follow the laws of the land if the laws are, you know, if the laws are unjust? Should we follow that? Should we follow that? Kill us, you know, should that, if we don't follow laws, we deserve to be killed now? This is why the Most High never said in scripture to follow the laws of the land. We're still waiting on that scripture. Christians bring that out all the time. We're still waiting on that scripture. Where is it? Because if you believe you should follow the laws of the land, then you believe that two men, two sodomites should be, you know, able to be married. You, you That's what you believe. And that's completely against the Bible. So we will follow the laws of the land until they deviate against our law, which we're going to uphold over government at all times. Read that scripture one more time, brother, please. Verse 13,
1: and the letters were sent by posts into all king's provinces to destroy, to kill and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women.
0: See, look, even the children and women. Look at this. This is like martial law. Look at what they're doing here. They're looking to kill us all, even the women and children. They had no, you know, at least when we were, de- you know, when we were people, David, was, you know, when David was running the army, we weren't slaying women and children. They have, you know, they, they have no morals, no values at all. And they're going to pay, they're looking to pay people for this. Now, the same people that are looking to pay those to kill us are the same people that paid Judas. Same people, same exact guys. Read that one more time, brother, from the
1: top, 13. Verse, verse 13. And the letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces, to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day, even upon the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, and to take the spoil of them for a
0: prey. See, now, to in the twelfth month. The 12th month is the last month. Now, our 12th month is in February. Now, this particular time um, of Purim, that holy day is, according to the Bible, February 20th, sundown through February 22nd, sundown. The new year is in March when things are new. When, you know, it's springtime, things are living again, not in the dead of winter. See, so as they said, we're dealing with diverse laws. And our laws are not to celebrate New Year's on January 1st because it's not a new year. Not for us, for Gentiles maybe, but we differ in every way. We differ in every way. And we love that. We love to be different because why? The Most High made us different. The Most High said he would bless us, but in order for us to receive the blessings, we would have to institute his laws. So he would let us rule the world if we institute his laws in that world that we're ruling. And that's what we're going to do. Read 13 one more time, brother.
1: Verse 13.
0: And the letters were sent by post into all the king's provinces
1: to destroy, to kill, and to cause to perish all Jews, both young and old, little children and women, in one day, even upon the thirteenth day of the
0: twelfth month, which is the month of Adar, and to take the spoil of them for a prey. See, and to take the spoil. So they're looking to kill us and take our belongings. Look at this. And you want to follow the laws of the land, even if they're unjust? See, and this is what the police use now. Listen, I'm just I'm just following the law. It's my job. I'm just doing my job. It's the law. Spread them. Get on the ground. See? They always have done this. I'm just doing my job. I'm just following the law. What if the law is unjust? What if that? Continue, brother. Verse 14. The copy of the writing for a
1: commandment to be given in every province was published unto all people, that they should be ready against that day. The post went out being hastened by the king's commandment, and the decree was given in Shusha the palace. And the king and Haman sat down
0: to drink, but the city Shusha was perplexed. See, so now they're looking to just party now. You know, they have put out a, you know, they have now put out or an established a decree that we should be murdered, and now they want to sit back and drink. And that's how, we, that's, that's how these people are. These Gentiles will kill you and then go drink a beer. That's what they'll do. This is who you have ruling right now, and you don't understand why we're perplexed. <pro-yahoo-2> why you know why we feel like we're always being attacked? Because it's not white people that's attacking us. It's systemic. It's systemic. It's the system that's set up by Satan. It's not individual white people. That I've never had a, a individual edomite like, come call me out of my name in any way, any fashion. It's not that. It's the laws. It's the system. It's the government. That we have an issue with. Let's go to Esther 4, uh, chapter 4. We're going to read 1 through 17.
1: Esther 4, verse 1. When Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth with ashes and went out into the midst of the city and cried with a loud and bitter
0: cry. See, so now, remember, this happened because of Mordecai. Mordecai would not bow, so now we all get murdered. Or so they would think. And that's that's why we have to push. We must be together. We must be together because even though we all didn't break the laws, we all went into captivity. So we're either going to live together or we're going to die together. You know, when I grew up, my family used to always say, I'm not worried about down the street. I'm worried about my house. And that is not the way to be. That is not the way to be. And only somebody who's not dealing with the spirit of the Most High, the spirit of Christ, would say that. Because we all went into captivity and we all didn't break the law so we must be together we must be together we must galvanize together and protect each other continue brother verse two and came even before the king's gates for none might enter into the king's gate cloth with sackcloth right so uh, so Mordecai who is Esther is his niece Esther is the niece of Mordecai now Est, uh, excuse me Mordecai he cried, he wept, he was sad because he he understood what was transpiring. They were looking to take our people down. We're already in captivity. We're already under these people at this time. But now look, now there's a decree to kill us because we want to follow the Most High's laws. We didn't hurt anybody. We weren't looking to be fornicators or thieves. We're looking to just follow our God. We can never follow our God in peace. Remember, the Most High told uh, Moses to tell tell Pharaoh, you let my people go so they can, you know, worship me. See? So we're just trying to worship the Most High, and they're trying to force these laws on us. Continue, brother. Verse 3, And in every province, whithersoever the king's
1: commandment and his decree came, there was a great mourning among the Jews, and fasting, and weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth
0: and ashes. See? So everywhere where this law went out and where there were Jews or Israelites, they were starting to destroy us. Because why? It's for money, right? Well, it's just for money. That's what I continue. And this our people a lot of times. Well, you know, if I get paid to get called a monkey, then, you know, at least I got a check. See, all money is not good money. Anybody from the streets understand what that means. Just because you're going to get paid for something, don't make it right. Continue, brother. Verse 4. So Esther's maids and her chamberlains
1: came and told it and told it to her. Then was the queen exceedingly grieved and she sent raiment to clothe to cloth Mordecai and to take away the sackcloth from him. But he received it not.
0: Right. See, so Queen Esther, who was the queen at this time, the king did not know that Esther was a Jew at this time. So in, remember that. More, uh, excuse me, Haman didn't even tell the king that it was the Jews. He withheld that information. He just said there's a people. He didn't say what people it was. So we got we to gotta examine that. Qu- the queen now, our sister, the queen Esther, who is the niece of Mordecai, is in position to try to do something for us. Now she's exceedingly grieved and she, she's not going to be killed, right? She's the queen. She's right there with the king. But she, a, a virtuous woman, Care about her people. That's what a virtuous woman does. She's not just concerned with her bank account. See, this didn't affect her, you know, uh, physically. It would affect her people. But remember, our people, just like Moses, Moses was second in command in in Egypt, and he said, "Listen, I I'm, I, w- I would rather suffer with my people than to stay here." Because guess what? There was a lot of he was looked at um, on a high level. Meaning, he had. They would, you know, he could pretty much do whatever he want. He could buy whatever he want. He lived in the palace. So there was caveats that came with that particular position. And he said, you know what? It's something about our people that when something happened to one of us, we all feel it. That's why when we see a brother being killed on TV, even though we didn't know that brother, it hurt us deep. It hurt us deep. That's why a Colin Kaepernick can take a knee, even though he's a millionaire. When he's seeing these type of things transpire because there's something in us where we are connected inside. And Gentiles don't understand this. You, you, you're not, you, listen, you're you're not, you're not poor. You're not in the ghetto. You're playing in the NFL. Why are you taking a knee? It don't matter. If my people are going through it, I feel it like it's hurting me in my heart. That's how God made us. Continue, brother. Verse 5. Then call
1: Esther for ha- Hatash, one of the king's chamberlains. Whom he had appointed to attend upon her, and gave him a commandment to Mordecai to know what it
0: was and why it was. See, so now she's saying she's sending, she's sending um, a servant to Mordecai to know why that, what happened, and why is this happening? Continue, brother. Verse six. So Hatash went forth to Mordecai
1: into the streets of the city, which was before the king's gates, and Mordecai told him of all that had happened unto him. And of the sum of the money that Haman had promised to
0: pay to the king's treasuries for the Jews to destroy them. See, so here Haman is. He's looking to pay you. And that's what a lot of the Jewish people would do. They will pay you to destroy your own people. They will pay you. Money is not everything. In fact, the root of all evil, you know, money is the root of all evil. Because people think because there's a check or there's some money, you know, at the end of whatever your behavior is going to be. That's what Satan always used. He used that for Judas. Our brothers would sell each other out to this day, sell drugs to their own mother for some dollars. That's going to pass away. They know. Satan know how to use money in order to get you to break the law, to sin against God. And that's why the Most High said it will be a hard thing for a rich man to make it into the kingdom. Continue, brother. Verse 8.
1: Also, he gave him the copy of the writing of the decree that was given at Shushan to destroy them, to show it unto Esther, and to declare it unto her, and to charge her that she should go in unto the king, to make supplication unto him, and make requests before him
0: for her people. See, so Mordecai is telling his niece, you know, we need you to make supplication, we need you to go talk to him, you know, plead our case, right? Because Mordecai can't get that close to him. This is the queen, and see, and that just shows the, that just shows the fact that the Most High put... Esther there as the queen for a specific reason even before this transpired. He was putting people in places, you know, for things to happen. So Esther was queen at this time so she could help her people. See? And now we want to point out that we, you know, it it really bothers us that a lot of Hebrews or Israelites are overlooking women's power. Women went through the same slavery and captivity as us. And they have power. They have righteous power. And a lot of times they saved our behind. And they're still saving our behind. So this sister had the power and the wherewithal to make supplication for her people when she wasn't even suffering with them. So we want to just put that out there. Sisters have power. And any brother who can't see that is not worthy of having a sister. Continue, brother.
1: Verse 9. And Hatash came and told Esther the words of Mordecai. Again Esther spake unto Hatash. And gave him commandment unto Mordecai. All the king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do note that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come into the king into the inner court who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter, that he may live. But I have not been called to come into the king
0: these thirty days. See, so what she's saying is, I can't even go speak to the king unless he calls for me, or I will die. See, so now she's putting her life on the line. She's saying, I haven't, I haven't even been, I haven't spoken to the king in 30 days. I can't go into those inner courts where he is. This is what she's saying. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 11, and the
1: king's servants and the people of the king's provinces do know that whosoever, whether man or woman, shall come into the king's into the inner court, who is not called, there is one law of his to put him to death, except such to whom the king shall hold out the golden scepter. That he may live. But I have not been called to come into the king
0: these 30 days. See? So now she's going to put her life on the line, right? See, look at this. Continue, brother. Verse 12. And they told
1: to Mordecai Esther's words. Then Mordecai commanded to answer Esther Think not
0: with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews. See? So he's saying, listen, we're your people. And if it happened to us, it's going to happen to you. This is Mordecai. This is this is Mordecai talking to his niece, saying, listen, what, you know, what good is it for you to escape, you know, just because you're in the king's house and all of us to be destroyed? When we're your people. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 13, then Mordecai
1: commanded to answer Esther, think not with thyself that thou shalt escape in the king's house more than all the Jews, for if thou altogether holdest thy peace at this time. Then shall their enlargement and deliverance arise to the Jews from another place. But thou and thy father's house shall be destroyed. And who knoweth whether thou art
0: come to the kingdom for such a time as this? See, so who knoweth if the Most High put you in this position? Who knoweth if the Most High put you in this position just for this time? Those of us who know the history know that there was another queen before Esther. There was a party transpiring. And the king called her out. And she didn't go out to him. So she she, he felt, you know, he felt embarrassed or shameful. He was perplexed. He felt insulted by his queen showing, uh, you know, disobedience in front of his guests. So, you know, make a long story short, Esther replaced that queen. Esther became queen at that time because she embarrassed him in front of his, you know, his cohorts. See, so what he's saying is, who knows if the Most High put you in the kingdom for this time here? So we must be at the place where we need to be at when the Most High needs to be there. And we want to point this out because why? Because the king wasn't an Israelite, and I know brothers who are harping on, you know, you can't date, you know, you you know, you need to date an Israelite if you you gonna go to hell if you don't date an Israelite. Look at this, she was she was, you know. She was wife or queen to another nation, and this sister saved us. So a brother or sister don't have the right to tell somebody who they can and cannot wife or husband, be a husband with. Because what Satan used for evil, the Most High can turn around for good. Now, we're not saying, you know, go out there and just deal with other nations. But if the Most High have a plan, the Most High have a plan regardless of what any brother or sister is saying. Continue, brother. Verse 15. Then Esther
1: bade them return to Mordecai this answer Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me. Read that again. Verse 16 Go gather together all the Jews that are present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, nights, or day. I also and my maiden will fast likewise, and so will I go unto the king which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish.
0: Woo! You see that? That's a that's a strong sister right there. That is a strong sister right there. Look at this. It's a couple things we need to examine with this scripture. The power of fasting. See? When there's something going on and you need, you know, you need intervention from the Most High, what do you do? You fast. So the thing that you can examine is, you can fast for somebody else. See? So she said, listen, go to Mordecai, tell him to get all the Jews together. We all I need you all to fast for me, because if I go in there, I may lose my life. So when you need intervention from the most high healing, you need an answer. You need to fast. This is the power of fasting. And I know other nations don't do this. This is Israelites that do this. We know the power of fasting. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 16. Go gather together all the Jews that are
1: present in Shushan, and fast ye for me, and neither eat nor drink three days, night or day. I also and my maidens will fast likewise, and so will I go
0: in unto the king, which is not according to the law. And if I perish, I perish. See, so she was cognizant of the power of fasting. See, and we always must remember that. she It was unlawful, uh, you know, in that kingdom for her to go into that inner court. She hadn't even spoke to the king in over 30 days and she was going to go there and she was going to make supplication for her people. Now, that's strength right there. That is strength. She's doing something that no man could do. See, she's using her virtue. She's using her smart. She's using her beauty to save her people. See, so I don't you know, I really have no tolerance for brothers who think this work is just for the brothers. This work is not just for brothers. Sisters have work too. And a lot of times their work will save our behind. Continue, brother. Verse 17. So Mordecai
1: went his way and did according to all that Esther had commanded him.
0: See, so the queen told, you know, told Mordecai, you know, this is what I need you to do. And Mordecai did it. See how we, when we work together, we must stop being against each other and be together with one mindset. When we have one mindset, nobody can stop us, especially when we are being protected through the Most High and the Holy Spirit, through wisdom. See? So if you see that, understand that if you know you got maybe an interview coming up or something going on with your health or you need an answer, your rent is not being paid, you need to fast. Deprive yourself. Fast means don't eat anything or drink anything. Let the Most High see that you would deprive yourself what you need. In order to get in contact with him. See that means something to the most high. Now just imagine. You know when we're in the wilderness. Upon the second coming of Christ. And something is going on. Right. Somebody is bearing down on us. Maybe an enemy. And we start to fast. And ask the most high. For intervention or protection. Just imagine. Just imagine. So keep in your mind. How strong fasting is. Let's move on to chapter 5.
1: Esther 5 verse 1. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner courts of the king's house over against the king's house and the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house over against the gate of the
0: house. Now, here she is. This is what she did. She put on her royal apparel. She started to, you know, make herself look good, do things with her hair, her face, right? Put on her good garbs. See? This is the power of a sister. She didn't do something in a spirit of uh, harlotry. She just used the attributes of a woman. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 1. Now it came to pass on the third day that Esther
1: put on her royal apparel and stood in the inner courts of the king's house over against the king's house. And the king sat upon his royal throne in the royal house over against the
0: gate of the house. See, so now she was making herself seen. She was making herself seen. She was righteous. She used her, her, her beauty, her righteousness, and her smarts in order to help her people. Look at this. Continue, brother. Verse 2. And
1: it was so when the king saw Esther the queen standing in the court that she ob- she obtained favor in his sight and the king held out to Esther the golden scepter that
0: was in his hand. So Esther drew near and touched the top of the scepter. See, remember, if you were in that <clears throat> excuse me, if you were in that inner court, you were to die unless he he um he he put out his scepter. That would be to say, "Okay, I accept you in." See, so now she had already broken the law by being there. She did it, though. She said, if I perish, I perish. Now, that would be death and righteousness. See, don't let Satan allow. Satan will use that that fear of death against us. He always have, and he always will. He'll never change that. And if you're scared to die, I don't know, you know, how much work you're going to be able to do for the most high. Because sometimes that's what come with the work. That's what come with the work sometimes. Continue,
1: brother. Verse 3. Then said the king unto her, "What wilt thou, queen
0: Esther? And what is thy request? It shall be it shall be even given thee the half of the kingdom." See, he said, so you know, he you know how brothers are. You know what, what's wrong? What do you need? I'll give you anything. I'll give you half of the kingdom. This is what he's saying. You know how brothers are. Continue. Verse 4. And Esther answered if it seemed good unto the king, let the king and Haman come this day unto the banquet that I have prepared for him. See, now she's using her wisdom. She didn't go right into telling her what transpired or what was going on with her people. She said, read it again, brother, please. Verse four.
1: And Esther answered, if it seemed good unto the king, let the king and Haman come this day unto the banquet that
0: I have prepared for him. See, so now she said, I need, I want you and Haman, your, your, you know. Your second in command to come to a banquet, come to a dinner, a party that I've prepared. See, this is her being led by the Most High. Now, how is she being led? Through her fasting. See, through her fasting, the Most High is dealing with her, giving her what to say, where to go, what to do. That's what happens through fasting. You have that clear connection. Your mind is clear. Why? Because you haven't eaten anything. Once you fulfill your flesh and eat, a lot of things change. Now you want to go lay down. Your mindset change. Everything changed. So when you deprive yourself of fulfilling your flesh, you get clarity. You get clarity with the Most High. Continue, brother. Verse 5. Then the king
1: said, Cause Haman to make haste, that he may do as Esther had said. So the king
0: and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had prepared. See? See? So she was smart. She didn't just go and say, "Tell you know the king what Haman did outright." Why? Because then the king may have you know sent her away, and then went and spoke to Haman. Then Haman would have had a chance to make his case. See? So she said, "Nah, I'm not going to do that." She used her wit. She said, "I need them both in the room at the same time." See? Look at this. Read uh, five again, brother. Verse five. Then the king said, "Cause
1: Haman to make haste that he may do as Esther had said." So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had
0: prepared. So, brothers and sisters, just as an overview of what have transpired up until this point, Esther started to use her piety, her virtue, her smarts in order to persuade the king. She went into the inner courts. You know, sisters know when you want something from your man, what do you do? Start batting your eyes, right? You start Mm -hmm. speaking in that soft tone of voice, right? So women know, you know, you know how to when you're dealing with your husband, you know how to get him to do what you want to do. You know, y'all have power and strength. She wasn't dealing in the spirit of a harlot. She used piety. She used her virtue. She used her smarts and her wisdom in order to help her people, not to help elevate her or get something that was tangible for her. She did this in order to save her people. So right now we're at Esther five. We're going to read five uh, verse five. Verse 5. Then the king said, Cause Haman to make haste
1: that he may do as Esther had said. So the king and Haman came to the banquet that Esther had
0: prepared. See, so she asked for Haman and the king to come to a banquet that she had prepared. And Haman acquiesced. Because why? Because he's second in command. So this is what's transpiring. Verse 6.
1: And the king said unto Esther at the banquet of wine, What is thy petition?
0: And it shall be granted to thee.
1: And, why, and what is thy request? Even to the half of the kingdom
0: it shall be performed. See, and you know how men are. He At this time, he probably feeling himself. He like, whatever you want, babe. What's, what's, what's wrong? What's, what's wrong, boo? Right? Mm-hmm. You know how brothers are. I give you anything. Whatever you want. What's wrong with you? See? Continue, brother.
1: Verse 7. Then answered Esther and said, My petition and my request is... If I have found favor in the sight of the king, and if it please the king to grant my petition and to perform my request, let the king and Haman come to the banquet that I shall prepare for them, and I will do tomorrow as the king hath said. Then went Haman forth that day joyful and with a glad heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he stood not up nor moved for him. He was full of
0: indignation against Mordecai. See, so whenever Haman came into a room, people were supposed to bow. Now, we already know Mordecai is not going to bow. So he summoned Haman and the king. And then she said, listen, I'm going to prepare a banquet. And I want you both to show up. So Haman thinks this is a good thing at this time. He's like, oh, yeah, tomorrow. We, listen, we're we, we going to party tomorrow. He's happy about this. Then he sees Mordecai and his countenance turns to vitriol and venom. Read verse nine, brother. Verse nine. Then went forth. Then went Haman forth that day,
1: joyful with a glad heart. But when Haman saw Mordecai in the king's gate, that he stood not up nor moved for him, he was full of indi- indignation against Mordecai.
0: See here, you go. He's angry again. He's angry. Now we already know that he have made a decree to have all Jews um, to be killed. You don't follow the law which what their law is, which is that you need to bow down, you need to follow their holidays or holy days, whichever you want to call it, then, you know, they should pay people to kill you. You know, even if they don't, you know, with even if they don't destroy you, if somebody else destroy you, they should be paid. That would, uh, you know, that would give them the the push to do more, to find others that they could kill in order to make money. Look at this. Continue, brother. Verse 10. Nevertheless, Haman refrained himself, and when he
1: came home, he sent and called for his friends, and Zeresh, his wife.
0: See, so he refrained himself because he was in the company of the king and queen. So he said, I, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. Continue.
1: Verse 11. And Haman told him of the glory of his riches, and the multitude of his children, and all the things wherein the king had promoted him,
0: and how he had advanced him above the princes and servants of the king. See, so now he's boasting. Now he's boasting in his his um, his position. He's like, look how much, you know, th- due to my strength and my smarts, I've become rich. You know, I, I'm in charge of princes and servants. I'm second in command. See, now he's, he, you know, now he's being somewhat aloquacious. Continue, brother.
1: Verse 12. Haman said, moreover, yeah, Esther, the queen didn't did let no man come in with the king until the banquet that she had prepared, but myself. And tomorrow
0: am I invited into her also with the king. See, so now he's saying, look, you know, I'm I'm such in a high position that no man is going to the banquet other than me and the king and the queen. Look at this. He's happy about this. He have no idea what's about to transpire. See, and and see, she was she used her piety and her smarts because she could have easily, when she had the king alone, just told her what was going on. But the, the most I didn't want that. He wanted them to get all, you know, get it together, have them all in the same room and then, you know, then put it on a plate for him, you know, put it at his feet of what was transpiring with their people and what he was doing behind closed doors. Because if she would have did it at the wrong time and the timing was off, you know, Haman probably would have got to the king and started to sway him a little bit. So she was like, you know, no, nope, I'm not going to do it now. I'm a, you know, I'm going to work myself up to where, you know, the king see favor in me and tell me that he's going to give me whatever I ask. Because, see, that's the thing. The king, he wants to be a man of his word, especially to his wife, to his queen. See, so he said he would give her anything. Now she's going to use this to help her people. Continue, brother. Verse 13. Yet all this
1: availeth me nothing. So long as I see Mordecai the Jew sitting at the king's gate.
0: See, so he said, okay, I I have the riches. I have, you know, tomorrow I'm going to a banquet to a party uh, where it'll only be us three. He said, none of this, you know, none of this availeth me if Mordecai is still at the king's gate and he won't bow to me. See, so he's still worried about us. Everything else that's going on. And he's still trying to force our hand. See, this is what they do. They try to force us. Into breaking the Most High's laws. Continue, brother. Verse fourteen. Then said Zeresh his wife and all his
1: friends unto him, Let a gallus let a be made of fifty cubits high. And tomorrow speak thou unto the king that Mordecai may be hanged thereon. Then goes thou and merrily with the king unto the banquet, and the thing please Haman, and he
0: caused the, gal- the gallus to be made. See, so they're making a contraption to hang Mordecai. See, so now. His wife and friends are saying, yeah, let's make, you know, let's let's make a contrapment where you can hang Mordecai, you know, after, you know, after the banquet or after the banquet. See, so now not only is he boasting, his friends are feeding into this. His friends are, you know, they're giving him ideas that he didn't even have. So everybody was against Mordecai. Why What did Mordecai do? Because he didn't want to bow down to you. Look at this. Look at what's going on here. Let's go to, let's go to Esther 7. Esther chapter 7.
1: Esther 7 verse 1. So the king and Haman came to the banquet with Esther the queen. And the king said again unto Esther, on the second day at the banquet of wine, what is thy petition, Queen Esther? And it shall be granted thee. And what is thy request?
0: and it shall be performed, even to the half of the kingdom. See, so this was a two-day, this was like a two-day feast here. Continue, brother. Verse
1: 3. Then Esther the queen answered and said, If I have found favor in thy sight, O king, and if it please the king, let my life be given me at my petition, and my people at my
0: request. See, let my life be given as my petition. Now, what does she mean by this? She's a Jew, so there's a petition out that she should be killed too. Now, the king has no clue of this right now. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 3. Then Esther the
1: queen answered and said, If I have found favor in the sight, O king, and if it pleases the king, let my life be given me at my petition and my people at my request. For we are sold. I and my people to be destroyed, to be slain, and to perish. But if we had been sold for bondmen and bondwomen, I had held my tongue, although the enemy could not countervail the king's damage. Then king Ahasuerus answered and said to Esther the queen, who is he and where is he that does presume in his heart to do so? See,
0: so now she's saying, you know, you know, my life hanging in the balance for my people. We're sold as bondmen and bondswomen. We're slaves. And there have been a decree or legislation that have been established, sealed by the king's ring, that we should be destroyed. And now the king is like, what? What man dare? To try to destroy my queen and her people Look look at this, read verse 5 again brother Verse 5
1: Then the king Ahasuerus answered and said to Esther The queen, who is he And where is he, that doest presume In his heart to do so And Esther said, the adversary and enemy Is the wicked Haman Whoa, read that again brother Verse 6, and Esther said The adversary and enemy is the wicked Haman Then Haman
0: was afraid Before the king and the queen See, see why, you know the the placement and the way she did it how she did it where she did it the timing was critical look at this she was cognizant that if she did this in a you know in in private that it may you know there may be something that happens where it sways so she you know during a party because you know prior to this during a party his prior queen Embarrassed him. So now she have another party, right? So he's not gonna be embarrassed again. See, so she used all of this. The most high gave her this wisdom. She bought. she put together the banquet. There's drinking, there's food there. She, she 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 have gained favor in the king's eye, and now she have put it out there. She's saying, You know, I'm perplexed that you know that your second in command is my adversary, it is my enemy. Right see? Read, read that read six again, brother verse six, and Esther said, the adversary and enemy is the wicked Haman. then Haman was afraid before the king and the queen. See so if she had any miscalculation with this particular plan it could have went awry. Now look now Haman is scared before the king and queen because see he's there. see she said, listen, make sure you know it's just him, you and me there. So what is he what is the king gonna do? Choose, you know, his friend or his worker, employee over his queen? Of course not. Look at look at what transpired here. Continue, brother. Verse 7. And the king arising from the
1: banquet of wine in his wrath went into the palace garden. And Haman stood up to make request for his life to Esther the Queen. For he saw that there was an evil determined against him by the
0: king. See, look at this now. Now the king Arise. He he. Listen. He's angry. He is furious right now. He is furious. The Haman saw the change in his countenance. He saw. So now, now what is he doing? Read read seven again, brother. Verse seven. And the king arising from the banquet of
1: wine in his wrath went into the palace garden. And Haman stood up to make request for
0: his life to Esther the queen. See, so the king had walked out. He's furious. What did, so now Haman is making a request to the queen now. Look. Look how that flipped. See, the thing about them tables is they always turn. They always turn. Read 7 one more time, brother. Verse 7. And the king, arising from the banquet of
1: wine in his wrath, went into the palace garden. And Haman stood up to make request for his life to Esther the queen. For he saw that there was an evil determined against him by the king.
0: See, so now, now look. Now, See? Which you reap what you sow. See? What's done in the dark always comes to the light. See, he did this behind the king's back after he you know after he was in charge. He already had a hatred for the Jews prior to Mordecai not bowing, but now he had a reason. See, this is Esau, our big brother, trying to take us down, and the most high stepped in, put Esther in, you know, the proper placement prior to any of this transpiring. And now look. The Most High stepping in once again. Remember what happened. The fasting, the prayer for three days. Now look. Look at look how the Most High came to save us again. He would not have done this had we been breaking his law. Even though we were, you know, we were serving these people at this time, we still weren't breaking the laws. So we'll follow the laws of the land as long as it aligns or it's maligned with the laws of the Most High God. And we'll stand on that. We'll stand on the most high side because if, you know, the most high before us, who can be against us? And this is the proof right here. See, so we're going into this lesson because there's an act. There's actual passages to substantiate this day of worship. See Christmas there. You know, you, you say they'll come to you and say, well, we know it's not Christ's birthday. They'll start off like that and then they'll keep going. See, this is actually something that happened in history for our people. This was something, you know, your children will come to you and start to come to you and say, Dad, Mom, can I get this for Purim? Can I have this? Can I get this? See, the same way they did for Christmas. Because why? If you train up a child in the way he or she should go, when they're older, they will not depart from it. See, so you can say when your child when your child comes to you and say, why, why do we celebrate Purim? You can say, well, you know, Haman and Edomite, uh, Amalek, Jewish. He reared his head when we were in the Persian Medo Empire, when we were serving, and tried to, uh, tried to destroy us, but the Most High stepped in. There's a story that goes with this. All of the Most High's memorials or holy days have a meaning behind it, unlike these holidays that we celebrate here in Babylon. Read verse 8, brother. Verse 8. Then the king returned out of the
1: palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine, and Haman was falling upon the bed whereon Esther was. Then said the king... Will he force the queen also before me in the house? And the word went out of the king's mouth. They covered Haman's face. Read that one more time. Then the king returned out of the palace garden into the place of the banquet of wine. And Haman was falling upon the bed whereon Esther was. Then said the king, Will he force the queen also before me in the house? As the word went
0: out of the king's mouth, they covered Haman's face. See, so now he's begging. He's falling over. You know, he's falling all over uh, the queen's bed now. He's like, so what, you going to try to kill the queen before me in my house now? Look, continue, brother.
1: Verse 9. And Harbona, one of the chamberlains, said before the king, Behold also the gallows, fifty cubits high, which Haman had made made for Mordecai, who had spoken good for the king, standeth in the house of Haman. Then the
0: king said, hang him there on. Now, you know, when you go actually to the story before of the story of Purim, Mordecai uncovered a plot to kill the king previously before this. So the the king already knew who Mordecai was because he saved the king from being killed. That's why he said, "Who had spoken good for the king?" Read nine again, brother.
1: Verse 9. And Harbona, one of the chamberlains, said before the king, Behold also the gallows fifty cubits high, which Haman had made for Mordecai, who had spoken good for the king, standeth in house
0: in the house of Haman. Then the king said, Hang him thereon. See, so this contrapment was in the house of Haman. This was in his own house. What happened now? See, read, read verse 10, brother. Verse 10. So they hang Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then was the, was the king's wrath pacified. See, so that same gallow he had in his home... He hung from that same contraption. Look at that. See? So while while they're behind closed doors looking to take us down, the Most High stepped in, used a woman, used a strong sister. And that's why this is a memorial. We're going into it today. Because if it wasn't for that sister, we would be gone. We would be done right now. This sister used her piety, her virtue, her smarts, her wisdom, her beauty, in order to save her people. And the Most High did what? Stepped in for his people, like he always does. Haman made a contraption to hang Mordecai, who was a righteous man. And he hung from that same contraption. Look at that. Look at how that works. Let's go to Esther chapter 8.
1: Esther 8, verse 1. On that day did the king Ahasuerus give the house of Haman. The Jew's enemy unto Esther the Queen. And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was was unto her. Read that one more time. Verse verse one. On that day did the king service give the house of Haman, the Jew's enemy, unto Esther the Queen.
0: And Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told what he was unto her. See, so now Esther have that. she now have obtained the property. <laughs> the property of the man that tried to kill her and her people. And she, it says, and Esther had told what he was unto her. So she showed now the relation that her and Mordecai shared because the king didn't know this. And that's why there's a time and a place to share information. If you start giving that information up too quickly, it may, you know, it may be shunned. It may be a stumbling block. So, you know, the, mm-hmm. let the Most High... Let, let wisdom, let the Holy Spirit guide your mouth into when and where to give certain information. That's, that's what we have to examine here. Because with you being in the truth, you'll come across a lot of things that you know that other people don't know. But it may not be the time nor the place for you to, be, to divulge that. Let the Most High, yeah, let wisdom control your lips. Continue, brother. Verse 2. And the king took off his ring, which he had
1: taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther set Mordecai over the house of
0: Haman. Now look what happened. Mordecai is now second in charge. (laughs) Look how that flipped around. See? So even in the face of death, you must do what's right. Don't deviate from the scriptures. Don't deviate from the scriptures, even if it seems like death is coming. See? Even if it it become law in whatever particular land or country that you're living in. If it go against the Most High God, we're not going to follow it. Period. Read that one more time, brother. Verse two, and the king took off
1: his ring, which he had taken from Haman and gave it to Mordecai and Esther set Mordecai over the house of Haman and Esther spake yet again before the king and fell down at his feet and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of Haman the Agagite
0: and his the justice and his device, excuse me, that he had devised against the Jews. Now what's going on here is remember the legislation was already sanctioned at this time. Remember, they already had made the legislation that the Jews must be killed, right? So now she's trying to plead with the king to reverse that judgment because it's already out there. The the decree have already went out to all the provinces, right? Read that one more time, brother. Verse three, And Esther spake
1: yet again before the king and fell down at his feet and besought him with tears to put away the mischief of of Haman, the Agagite, and his device that he had devised against the Jews. Then the king held out the golden scepter towards Esther. To Esther arose and stood before the king and said, If it please the king, and if I have found favor in his sight, and the thing seem right before the king, and I be pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to the, to reverse the letters that devised by Haman, the son of
0: Hamadathah the Agagite, which he wrote to destroy the Jews, which are in all the king's provinces. See? So she's looking to have that legislation reversed or amended. See this is what's going on here. And this goes to prove to you that the Most High said that if we are righteous in his eyes, he'll make even the gentiles our enemies find no fault in us. That's why we have to deal righteously. We have to deal, you know, you know, wise as a serpent, harmless as a dove. Because he will let he will allow, you know, the gentiles to even work on our behalf, even though they're not following the Most High. See, they're not following the Most High at all, but they're still being used by him. See? Look at that. Continue, brother. Verse
1: 6. For how can I endure to see the evil that shall come unto my people? Or how can I
0: endure to see the destruction of my kindred? See, look at her. Look at this righteous sister saying, you know, it, it, it availeth me nothing. You know, that Haman is dead, but my people still be persecuted and killed. How, how? How do that, you know, how do that make me feel? I'm not happy about that. And of course, the king want his queen happy, right? Because if a queen is happy, then that make the king look good. See, so all of this is based on the king's, uh, the king's arrogancy, in a sense. He want to look good, right? So through him looking good, he want to fulfill what his queen is asking him. So look how that is. It's from different angles that the Most High is working. The king don't want to be seen as if he don't know how to please his queen in order, you know, In order for that to happen, these things transpired. So this is all about the king, he thinks, in his mind. See? Read verse 7, brother. Verse 7. Then the king Ahasuerus said unto Esther the queen, and
1: to Mordecai the Jew, Behold, I have given Esther the house of Haman, and to him him they have hanged upon the gallows, because he laid his hands upon the Jews. Look at that. Continue, brother. Verse 8. Write ye also for the Jews. As it liketh you, in the king's name, and seal it with the king's ring. For the writing which
0: it which is written in the king's name, and sealed with the king's ring, may no man reverse. See, look at this. So now he's giving them the power. He's giving the Jews the power to write what they want to write. Now, look at this. We're in we're in servitude to these people, yet we're in control. Look at how this worked out. See, this is why we're celebrating Purim. This is why. This is something real. This is something that means something to us. This is history. We have scriptures to substantiate this worship. Continue, brother. Verse 9 Then were the king's scribes called at that time, in the
1: third month, that is the month of Sivan, on the three and twentieth day thereof. And it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews, and to the lieutenants, and the deputies and rulers of the provinces which are from India unto Ethiopia.
0: Look at that range from all the way from India to Ethiopia. We're all through that area. See? A lot of them Ethiopians and those brothers and sisters in India aren't who you think they are. They're actually Israelites. Look at this. Continue, brother.
1: Verse 9. Then were the king's scribes called at that time in the third month, that is, the month Sivan, on the three-and-twentieth day thereof. And it was written according to all that Mordecai commanded unto the Jews... And to the lieutenants and the deputies and rulers of the provinces, which are from India unto Ethiopia, and hundred twenty and seven provinces, unto every province according to the writing thereof, and unto every people after their language, and to the Jews according to their writing and according to their language. Verse ten. And he and he wrote in the king Ahasuerus' name and sealed it with the king's ring and sent letters by post and on horseback,
0: and on riders of mules, camels, and young dromedaries. Jo- see, now look. Now look how they have switched. The Most High now have put us in position to make the laws. See? Even though you may not see a way out, it's called faith. It's, it's called faith. And this sister, during this particular memorial, put her life on the line for her brothers and sisters when she didn't have to. See? That's righteousness. And that's why sisters are... A very important clog in this machine that we have, because without sisters, this ain't gonna work. This cannot work. So it's it's it, you know it's time for us to give due you know due honor and respect and see the power in these sisters. Build these sisters up. Therefore, when the time come, they may be able to help us. it's not all about fighting people and who knows scriptures the best. A lot of brothers think because they can break down some scriptures that it's all about them, and it's not if if this sister didn't save us we wouldn't even be able to break down scriptures because we'd be dead
1: continue brother verse 11 wherein the king granted the Jews which were in every city to gather themselves together and stand for their life to destroy, to slay and to cause to perish all the power of the people and provinces that would assault them
0: both little ones and women and to take the spoil of them for a prey. look at that now look how that flipped See, so now we in charge to do to them that was, you know, what they were going to do to us. Look at that. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 11, please. Verse 11. Wherein the king granted the
1: Jews, which were in every city, to gather themselves together and to stand for their life, to destroy, to slay, and to cause to perish all the power of the people and provinces that would assault them, both little ones and women, and to take the spoil of them for a praise. See,
0: now we can take what belonged to them. Look how that flipped over. See? So that's why I always say Gentiles better watch how they're dealing with children of the Most High God. We don't have to defend ourselves physically in those kind of things. Because I know when somebody attack me, whether it be physically or, you know, psychologically, I know that the Most High is defending me. And I, I never say it to them, but I know inside my mind something going to happen to that brother. Something going to happen to that sister. Something going to happen to that particular business that, you know, that tried to... You know, embarrass us or insult us or show us in a shameful or incendiary way. The Most High always have our back. Continue, brother. Verse 12, upon one
1: day in all the provinces of King Ahasuerus, namely upon the thirteenth day of the twelfth month, which is the month Adar, the copy of the writing for a commandment to be given in every province was published unto all people, and that the Jews should be ready against
0: that day. To avenge themselves on their enemies. See, look how that happened. Look how that works now. See, so the tables always turn. You better treat people with respect. Whether you think that they are the low of the earth or whether you have authority over them, that don't matter. That don't matter because guess what? There's going to be a paradigm shift and those who are on the bottom will be on the top. And you might want to you know, treat those people with some type of respect. Because irregardless whether you do it or not, we're going to be righteous towards you, the majority of us. But that's not to say that everybody will. But treat people with respect and don't do things just for money, right? And if the law of the land go against the law of God, then what's there to talk about? Continue, brother.
1: Verse 14. So the post that rode upon mules and camels went out, being hastened and pressed on by the king's commandment. And the decree was given at Shushan the palace. And Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel in blue and white, and with a great crown of gold, and with a garment of fine linen and purple, and the city of Shushan rejoiced
0: and was glad. Look at that. Look at that. Now Mordecai, remember he was in he was in sackcloth and ashes. Now look at look at his garments now, look at his garbs now. Crown of gold, garments of purple, because purple is royalty. A lot of brothers and sisters don't know that, but in Scripture, in ancient times, purple is the color of royalty. Continue, brother. Verse sixteen:
1: The Jews had light and gladness and joy and honor, and in every province and in every city, whithersoever the king' commandment and his decree came, the Jews had joy and gladness, a feast and a good day. A what? A feast and a good day. And many of the people of the land became Jews,
0: for the fear of the Jews fell upon them. See, so now look at this. A feast and a good day. And this is how we celebrate. This is how we celebrate it. Not only the feast, but we give presents. And we're going to show you where that comes from. We're going to show you where that comes from. Let's go to uh, Esther chapter 9. Esther 9 verse 1.
1: Now in the twelfth month, that is the month Adar, and on the thirteenth day of the same, when the king's commandment and his decree drew near to be put into execution, and the day that the enemies of the Jews hoped to have power over them, thought it was turned to the contrary, that the Jews had rule over them that hated them.
0: See? See look, at, look how that happened. So once the decree went out into these provinces, those same people, once they got those same, they got that legislation, they like, hold on. Something ain't right about this. This looks like they're in charge over us now. Look how that flipped. And remember, this is in the 12th month. February is the 12th month. See? February is the 12th month according to the Bible. March is the new year. March is, you know, is when the Passover is. 12th month is in February, according to Scripture. Continue, brother. Verse 2. The Jews gathered themselves together in
1: their city, throughout all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus, to lay hand on such as sought their hurt, and no man could withstand them, for the fear of them fell upon all people. And all the rulers of the provinces, and the lieutenants, and the deputies, and officers of the king helped the Jews, Because the fear of Mordecai fell upon
0: them. See, now look at that. Now the lieutenants, the army, the government's on our side now. Look at that. See, so while you was using that legislation to say it was okay to take us down, now look at what the legislation says. See, look at that. Continue, brother.
1: Verse 4. For Mordecai was great in the king's house, and his fame went out throughout all the provinces. For this man Mordecai waxed
0: greater and greater. See, so now Mordecai's name was going out through all lands, and they see they saw him as a great man who didn't compromise himself or compromise his God. See? So there is a way for you to deal with the laws of the land and still follow your God. There is a way. You must have you must use your wisdom. And that's what we do. You know, we're not breaking any laws. We're not you know, we don't steal, we don't kill, we're not fornicators, but we're not gonna eat that pork. And we're not going to celebrate your holidays either. See? So we can follow the laws of a land as long as they don't deviate from the Most High God. And that's what we do. That's what a righteous woman and man will do. See? So for them to make it seem as if, you know, we were not following laws. The Jews or the Israelites follow a ton of laws. They follow more laws than anybody. We're people of law. So whatever land have Israel in it will be blessed. Because why? We follow law. Continue, brother. Verse 5. Thus the Jews smote all their enemies with the
1: stroke of the sword, and slaughter and destruction, and did what they would unto those that hated them. And in Shushan the palace, the Jews slew and destroyed 500 men.
0: One second. Brother, read verse 6 again, please.
1: Verse 6. And in Shushan the palace, the Jews slew and destroyed 500 men. Verse 7. And in and Dalphon and Aspata and Port paratha and Adalia and Aradata and Parmashta and Arisea and Ardai and Uzata the ten sons of Haman, the son of Haman Data, the enemy
0: of the Jews, slew they, but on the spoil laid they not their hands Right, see, so they slew the sons of Haman, but what? We didn't take their spoil. Right? We didn't take what belonged to them. Why? Because they're worshipping another god. See, so a lot of times the Most High would tell us to slice, to slew somebody, but not to take the spoil. Because when you take the spoil, you're taking cattle, you're taking all of that stuff. A lot of the stuff they've prayed gods into, right? A lot of the foods that they're eating are unclean. We don't need that. See, we're not doing it for that. See, we're righteous people. We're not doing it for what you have. We just want you dead because you you disrespect the Most High God. See. We're not doing this for financial gain. We're people of law, people of morality. Continue, brother. Verse eleven. On that
1: day, the number of those that were slain in Shushan the palace was brought before the king. And the king said unto Esther the queen, The Jews have slain and destroyed five hundred men in Shushan the palace, and the ten sons of Haman. What have they done in the rest of the king's provinces? Now what is thy Now what is thy petition? And it shall
0: be granted thee. Or what is thy request further, and it shall be done. Look at this. Look at the favor he grant anything she want. Now look at that. That's what happens when you follow the Most High. He will use a Gentile to give you what you want, to fulfill what you need. Look at this. Continue, brother. Verse thirteen.
1: Then said Esther, If it pleases the king, let it be granted to the Jews which are in Shushan to do so to do tomorrow also, according unto this day's decree. And let Haman's ten sons be hanged upon the, the gallows. Look at this sister.
0: Look at this sister. See, that's why you better not cross a sister right there. Cause see, when you scorn a sister, she ain't gonna forget that. She could have. She could have been happy. Now listen, Haman's dead. You know everything's fine. My people are safe. She like nah. Mm-mm. Hang his sons now. <laughs> see that? That's why you have, a, you have to have a righteous sister. Assisted him see things through the outlook of the Most High. Because this was righteous. There was nothing wrong about this. This was righteous right here. See? Continue, brother. Verse 14. And the king commanded
1: it so to be done. And the decree was given at Shushan. And they hanged Haman's
0: ten sons. See? Because why? The Most High said for the iniquity of the fathers, the children will pay the price. Now look. See how that came into fruition? See how that came into fruition? continue brother 15
1: for the Jews that were in Shushan gathered themselves together on the 14th day also of the month of Adar and slew 300 men at Shushan but on the prey they laid not their hand but the other Jews that were in the king's provinces gathered themselves together and stood for their lives and had rest for their enemies and slew of their foes 70 and 5,000 but they laid not their hands on the prey
0: look at that discipline See? So you don't let your anger control you. If you don't control your mind, somebody else will. Look at that. Continue, brother. Verse 17. On the thirteenth day of the month of Adar, and on
1: the fourteenth day of the same, rested day, and made it a day of feasting and of gladness. Read that again. On the thirteenth day of the month of Adar, and on the fourteenth day of the same, rested day, and made it a day of feasting and gladness. See? Continue. 18. But the Jews that were at Shushan assembled together on the 13th day thereof and on the 14th day thereof. And
0: on the 15th day of the same, they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness. See, feasting. That's what we do. It's a feast of being. I mean, it's a it's a day of feasting and, you know, party being jovial, uh, having holy convocation amongst the brothers and sisters. Continue, brother. Verse 19. Therefore, the
1: Jews of the village that dwelt in the unwalled towns made the fourteenth day of the month of Adar a day of gladness and feasting and a good day and of sending portions one to another. Read that again. Therefore, the Jews of the villages that dwelt in the unwalled towns made the fourteenth day of the month of Adar a day of gladness and
0: feasting and a good day and of sending portions one to another. Sending portions one to another. That's gift-giving. See? This come directly out of the scriptures. We won't deviate from scriptures. If the scriptures say, send gifts, that's what you do. See? We don't have to make up a a holiday and say, you know, well, it's a bunny and, you know, bunnies lay eggs or, you know, Christ's birthday really wasn't here. So, see? So while you're saying that children, your children will feel left out if you don't celebrate Christmas. No, they won't. You think the Most High would have you and your children feel left out? No. He have a day. See, and they mimicked this and made their day Christmas. They already knew that in the 12th month, which is not December, but in their 12th month, they did gift giving. But they did it for a different reason. They don't want you to know what was transpiring in that time. Read that one more time, brother, to prove to them that this is a day of feasting, of music, you know, wine for those who can handle the wine or who are of age
1: and gift giving. Verse 19 therefore the Jews of the villages that dwelt in the unwalled towns made the 14th day of the month of Dar a day of gladness and feasting and a good day and of sending portions one to another and Mordecai wrote these things and sent letters unto all the Jews that were in all the provinces of the king Ahasuerus both nigh and far to establish this among them that they should keep the 14th day of the month of Adar and the 15th day of the same
0: yearly see so now this is law now See, this was established. See, that's why we do this year to year. So there is a day. There is a day. Have nothing to do with a Christmas tree. Have nothing to do with Christ being born because Christ didn't say sin portions because he was born. Now, it doesn't say that Christ was born on December 25th anywhere in Scripture. But it do tell you to do this script. Uh, this this passage does tell you, you know what to celebrate. And when to give gifts. And that's what we do. Your children will get their gifts. And if you teach them this story, they'll have an understanding, scripturally sound, you know, of the reason for this. See, you don't have to make up a lie or follow Satan in order to get a gift. The most High got you covered. Continue, brother. Verse 22. As the days were and the Jews rested
1: from their enemies and the month which was turned unto them. From sorrow to joy. And from mourning until a good day. That they should make them days of feasting and joy. And of sending
0: portions one to another. And gifts to the poor. See? Sending portions one to another. And gifts to the poor. So on this day, sometimes you may want to give out some food. You may want to give out something to somebody less fortunate. Or after your feast, you know, the food that you don't finish at the feast. You take it out and give it to the, the less fortunate. Look at this. See? So we're only dealing with things we can prove through scripture. We're not following Christmas when nowhere in scripture do it say follow Christmas when in fact Jeremiah chapter 10 verse 1 through 4 tell you don't put a Christmas tree in your house. See? So if you want to give gifts, there is a day to give it. February 20th, sundown to the 22nd. See? Continue brother. Verse 23 And the Jews
1: undertook to do as they had begun, and as Mordecai had written unto them, because Haman the son of Haman, the Agagite, the enemy of all the Jews, had devised against the Jews to destroy them, and had cast pur that is the lot to
0: consume them and to destroy them. See purr. so he cast lot. He was he was looking to pay. He was looking to pay. Continue, brother. Verse twenty five. But
1: when Esther came before the king, he commanded by letters that his wicked device. Which had devised against the Jews should return upon his own head, and that he and his son should be hanged on the on the gallows. Wherefore they call them. They call these
0: days perim. Read that again. There, wherefore they call these days perim. They call these days perim, See, we're following Scripture. Everything we do at our at our church, we can substantiate through Scripture to keep the Most High happy with us. This is how you please the Most High. So how can you follow a day that's not even in Scripture and then don't follow what's in Scripture, what can be proven? Continue, brother.
1: Verse 26, Wherefore
0: they call these days Perim, after the
1: name of Per. Therefore, for all the words of this letter and of that which they had seen concerning this matter and which had come unto them, the Jews ordained and took upon them and took upon them, and upon their seeds, and upon all such as as joined themselves unto them. Read that again, brother. Verse 27. The Jews ordained and took upon them, and upon their seeds, and upon all such as joined themselves unto them, so as it should not fail, that they would keep these two days, according to their writing, and according to the appointed
0: time, every year. Every what? Every year. Every what? Every year. See? So... The Jews taught their seed and those who joined amongst them, so Gentiles who were amongst us can celebrate this day. See, so don't let somebody tell you that if you're not an Israelite, you can't celebrate this. Read that one more time, brother. Verse 27: The Jews ordained and took upon them and upon their
1: seed and upon all such as joined themselves unto them, so it is sh- so it should not fail that they would keep the two days according to their writing. And according to their
0: appointed time every year. See, so this is a two-day feast. See, so you have a day to give gifts and be amongst your family. Don't use that. Don't allow anybody to use that excuses. Well, the holidays, Christmas and, you know, Easter, they're they're family days. No, they're not family days. They're Satan's days. Family days are the days that the Most High said, like this day, perim. Two days. Two-day feast right here. Continue, brother.
1: Verse 28. And that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation. Read that again. Verse 28. And that these days should be remembered
0: and kept throughout every generation. So don't let somebody tell you that this is Old Testament. Every generation mean every generation. See? So just because they don't want to follow it, don't allow them to give you an excuse for you not to follow it. See? So this is part, you know, we need to pick back up our days. Pick back up what the Most High gave us to, for us to be separate. How are you going to celebrate the people who oppressed you? How are you going to celebrate their worships? These holidays are part of the oppression. This is how they stay in um, in lieu over us. This is how they stay in charge over us. This is how they show their their authority over us by having us worship on their days and put down our own. Read 28 again, brother, please. Verse 28. And that these days should be remembered and
1: kept throughout every generation, every family, every province, and every city. And that these days of Perem should not fail from among the Jews, nor the memorial of them perish from the sea.
0: Brother, read Esther chapter 9, verse
1: 28. Verse 28. And that these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation, every family, every province, and every city. And that these days of Perem should not fail from among the Jews. Nor the memorial of them perish from their seed.
0: See? So this is a memorial. This is a memorial that was actually established after Leviticus 23. Because when you go into Leviticus, this day is not there. Because this was established after the law. See? So this is still a memorial. This is a memorial of Purim. These days. It's a two-day feast. February 20th, sundown. To February 22nd, sundown. See? This is a law for the Jews, for the Israelites, not just the Jews, all 12 tribes. Continue, brother. Verse 29. Then Esther the queen, the daughter of
1: Abigail, and Mordecai the Jew, wrote with all authority to confirm the second letter of Perim. And he sent the letters unto all Jews to the hundred, twenty, and seven provinces of the king of Ahasuerus with words of peace and truth. Read verse 30 again, brother, please. Verse 30. And he sent the letters unto all the Jews, to the hundred, twenty, and seven provinces of the kingdom of Asurus, with words and peace of truth. 31. To confirm these days of Purim, and their times appointed, according to as Mordecai the Jew and Esther the queen had enjoined them, and as they had decreed for themselves and for their seed,
0: the matters of the fasting and their cry. See. So this was decreed for even their seed, not just them, but their seed, their children after them. Remember, they fasted, they cried, they prayed. We, all, we need you to remember the strength of fasting. And you can fast for somebody else. If somebody's sick, somebody else need an answer. You can fast with them. See? Continue, brother. Verse 32. And the decree of Esther confirmed these matters of Perem, And it was written in the book. See? See, look at that. So this was the story of Purim. We, we have two more scriptures, but this is what transpired on Purim. And this is why the Jews, this is why the Israelites, not just the Jews, all tribes should follow this day because our people were on the, uh, you know, we were on the way to being destroyed if it wasn't for Queen Esther, a sister who in her strength, in her piety, virtue and wisdom, her beauty, she used it For the benefit of the Most High. For the benefit of her people. So brother, read John 15 and 13.
1: John 15 verse 13. Greater love hath no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends.
0: Now listen, we all know that man signifies male and female. Read that one more time. Verse 13. Greater love hath no man than this, That a man lay down his life for his friends. See, there's no greater love than a woman or a man to lay down her life or his life for her friend or his friends. That's what Sister Esther did for us. And we're here today because of it. There is no greater love than for a man or a woman to lay down their life for their friends. And I know military brothers and sisters understand this clearly. Sister Esther put her life on the line. Her comfortability on the line. Her livelihood on the line for her brothers and sisters. And we're here today of it. We're here today because of it. And we're going to celebrate and make this day a memorial until all generations, until we pass away. And we're going to teach our children the same thing because she deserves to be spoken of. Her story deserves to be told. This is a day where you give your gifts because why? There was gifts given. The king gave us gifts. He gave, you know, he saved us through the spirit of the Most High. The Most High saved us, but used that man to do it. Use Esther to do it. See? And there's a couple of things you can take from that story. Even though she was married to somebody who was not an Israelite, the Most High used that man who was not an Israelite to preserve the Israelites. So you or nobody else have the right to tell a man or woman who they can and cannot marry. You let the most high do that. We're going to end it off with Matthew 5 and 17.
1: Matthew 5 verse 17. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill.
0: For all those brothers and sisters and Christians who say, well, we don't need to follow that no more. That's the Old Testament. Since Christ came, there's different laws. Read that again, brother.
1: Verse 17. Think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets. I am not come to destroy, but to fulfill.
0: They'll stop you right there and say, see, he fulfilled it. You don't have to do that no more. Continue, brother.
1: Verse 18. For verily I say unto you, till heaven and earth pass one jot or tittle, shall that no
0: wise pass from the law till all be fulfilled see till all be fulfilled see all things haven't been fulfilled only part of it so till heaven and earth pass away all of the bible shall still stand because why what part haven't been fulfilled will Christ's second coming have that been fulfilled so all things haven't been fulfilled a story is not over until the end you can't stop it in the middle and then say okay yeah he fulfilled it no Until heaven and earth pass away, as long as you can look outside and see a moon, see stars, see a sky, these laws, this book will shall forever stand. Christ didn't come to change the law. Don't allow a Christian to make you think that Christ came to destroy the law. He didn't come to change the law. only law he destroyed was the law of death, meaning if you break a law, we can't then persecute you for that. We can't kill you for being a homosexual or for eating pork. Or working on the Sabbath. That's the only part that he took out the way was the death. Everything else stands. Continue,
1: brother. Verse 19. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven.
0: But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven. So when you go to your pastor and you ask him about this holy day, if he tell you that you don't need to follow that day, The Most High said what? Said that he shall be the least in the kingdom. See? So just because you don't want to follow it, you can't teach other people not to follow it. You can't tell them, well, you know, that's Old Testament. You don't really need to follow that. But come celebrate Christmas. See? So this puts a magnifying glass on all those those wolves in sheep's clothing. Because see, when you bring something to them that they have no knowledge of, they'll tell you you don't need to worry about it. That's because they have no knowledge of it. That means they can't control it. Read that one more time, brother.
1: Verse 19. Whosoever therefore shall break one of these least commandments and and shall teach men so, he shall be called the least in the kingdom of heaven. But whosoever shall do and teach them, the same shall be called great in the kingdom of heaven.
0: Right. So what Haman and Satan meant for us to be insulted and shamed by, you know, embarrassed and agitated, the Most High turned it around. So we should always be critical and cognizant of what the Most High need from us and what He have done for us and celebrate the days that He have established for us. There are days to celebrate. There are feasts to celebrate, but it's not on what Satan say. Every holy day, every memorial that we follow have a significance through scripture. So there'll be a lot of brothers and sisters who may have just woken up and this may be their first year. Of celebrating Purim. And we want to say shalom to you brothers and sisters. Because you're on the right path. You know, we will feast. Our church will feast. February 20th to February 22nd. You give your gifts. You feast. You drink your wine. You be righteous. We want to say shalom and quam yashallah. Quam yashallah. All praises
2: be to Ahaya. Hashem Yeshaya Warawak. Wadash Warawak yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, yeah, yeah. Father, you're worthy. So we should all only- live